Okay, so in the last episode that Dave and I were talking, and if you hear a dog, it's because Jackson's here hanging out with us. So um, we're not in a recording studio. This is a conversation with friends. But um, Jackson gets excited every now and then and wants to kiss me. But um, we had talked about in the last episode, we talked. I kind of brushed on the earth element, that lack of earth. And um, I think I mentioned it just because it always worries me. And I've used symbolism with Dave's help um, to try to bring earth elements into um, my environment. And that was what he asked me today. That's why I kind of got confused for a second. But <laughs> I'm in another uh, life-changing situation. I'm back in a basement apartment. It's a different situation. Um, I'm going through another divorce, but um, he asked me today when I came, what are you doing to represent your earth? Because I don't have earth. And I wanted him to talk a little bit about that. Um, I did mention that I have some, I have my crystals out. I have different ways of bringing earth. I've been sitting outside with uh, my bunny on the ground to try to bring in earth energy. But um, I just thought a nice conversation about that. And then maybe maybe you wouldn't mind talking about just a little bit of the other elements because when you use astrology to design your space, you're taking the elements, um, the different um, things about them and what they represent in your life, and then you're trying to find a symbol to put in your space, and it needs to speak to you. It, it really needs to be something, I think, that's personal to you because not everyone's going to relate to the same symbol. Um but um, finding those symbols to put in your space, it, it's kind of like making your space a vision board, but you're using what you're missing maybe in your, in your chart. So I'm missing the element of earth in my chart. And, um, and um, sorry, Jackson's distracting me a little bit. He wants me to throw the ball, but um, if we're... Uh, trying to represent it in our space, there's different ways to do it. And if we do, then it keeps it in our mind that we um, are trying to be aware of those things that we're missing, those elements. So like with fire, if it's a confidence thing or putting yourself out there, if you put fire in your space, it reminds you every day, hey, I need to tap into that fire energy, I need to allow it, I need to become comfortable with it. It's a way of reminding yourself every day but it's also like making your space a vision board for the life that you want to have so um what are your thoughts on that topic dave well i think it's more than just intention i think it's more than just an intellectual um addition um i think the actual you know like fire for instance uh, uh sitting by a fireplace i think does have a psychological um, uh, aspect to it. Um, I know that if I were to um, want to bring more fire into my life, you don't have to necessarily have a fireplace. Sometimes you just stare into a candle, mm -hmm. and um, and that can bring in the fire element. Um, there's and, and you mentioned uh, in the other episode uh, the uh, color bed. color yeah. And, and that can be uh, uh, extremely important. Um, I think artwork mm -hmm. and having things of, that 
are symbolic of fire is, is, is extremely um, helpful. Um, we mentioned earth. Um, I was thinking, what do I have of earth in my house? Um, you have a lot of earth colors. A lot, lot of earth colors, which I wouldn't, that wouldn't have been on my mind, but that definitely a lot of earth colors, almost probably too much because that's what I look to you for is to give me ideas on color splashes like the mm -hmm. red on my wall and stuff like that. I'm going to actually get a red recliner. Oh, yeah. that'll boost your fire big yeah. time. Yeah, um, your energy. But the, the earth, I'm kind of going, so I wasn't thinking in terms of colors, but I'm kind of going, okay, so um, uh, animals uh, are an aspect. Uh, paintings, landscapes mm -hmm. uh, can be an aspect, but uh, having actual plants in, in the home can uh, bring in earth into your environment. Um, in my particular home, I don't get a lot of sun uh, in places where I'd want to put uh, plants, so they all look kind of anemic because they don't get enough light. Uh, so I, um, but uh, plants are, are something, then I'm kind of going, okay, one of the things that I have used to bring earth into uh, my home is pottery, which is actually using uh, the earth element to create, to create art vessels and, yeah. you know, uh, uh, works of art and not only that but um, if we go outdoors which you're going to have more earth out outside the home obviously um, if I feel a lack of earth uh, oftentimes feels like not being grounded mm -hmm. and in your particular ch chart you've got an air moon and air sun sign so you're in your head a lot yeah, I am in my head. And so earth uh, helps to ground you and bring you down to, you know, to ground level, so to speak. Yeah. Um, instead of having the squirrel cage effect of <laughs> double air, uh, where the mind never slows down and it's just, you know, idea after idea and communicate. So um, I have two, well, I actually have, you know, four or five large pine trees in my yard. I'll go out and hug a pine tree. I know that sounds silly, but that, that ground me really fast um, or garden mm -hmm. so I go out out front and and weed my front planter and my hands are actually in the earth mm -hmm. uh, I'm grounded just like that and um, now I have horses and horses are very grounding and some animals are very grounding so I just be with my horses mm -hmm. and I have all the earth that I need and and uh, uh, even though in my chart um, earth is a is a um, is not represented very, very yeah, well. Yeah, you just you said you had one. And so, what does there. that mean? Not having a lot of earth, and this is what I talked with April about. Is she's you know wanting to, uh, you know, beef up her her uh, uh, earn, earning income and stuff like that, which we all do. But earth signs have difficulties uh, making money or manifesting, mm -hmm. and um, so that's why. Um, bringing in the earth element is important to you know to us that are deficient in, in earth so I have to, uh, you know hard time or struggle to make a living sometimes or to make the kind of money that I think I should <laughs> deserve um, uh, so you can actually do things to you know to improve your situation um, I was thinking today where, where is air you know represented in my house and that's a little tougher um, you know, indoors. Um, I 
I had at one time in my office a kite that I hung on my wall, a very colorful kite. And, and uh, I have wind chimes in my house, although I don't have a lot of breezes go through, but I do leave my sliding glass door open virtually all year <laughs> around, oftentimes even in the winter. And I get breezes through here uh, and more so than air conditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, so that I get Your air, air circulation, I don't, I don't get stagnant air, which which metaphorically stagnant air just means my head isn't working. Right, you get My stagnant. brain isn't working right, it's stagnant. Yeah. So, um, so stagnant air can be very um, uh, unhealthy for us, and there's, you know, mm -hmm. there's reasons for that. Uh, what's the other one? Water. Okay, so I have... A strong water uh, signature in my makeup and so I've got probably two or two or three tabletop fountains mm -hmm. two of them are going today for yeah, your visit I can hear them um, and an aquarium that needs to updating so I, I have water throughout throughout the house and I love the sound of running waters and some people that just makes them nervous mm -hmm. for whatever reason it calms me down do you think that people that um, don't find the sound of moving water um, uh, comforting or they find it, um, I guess, uncomfortable, maybe have something in their astrological chart that um, influences it. And actually, I'm going to say something <laughs> before you answer that, okay? okay? So I noticed something about myself when I was a child. Um, I could not stand being in front of a fan or if people have ceiling fans and I could feel the air moving around me, it made me very uncomfortable. And I had a realization a few years ago that until I met you and until I started working on my voice, being accepting of who I am, you know, accepting that, okay, this is I'm a Libra, I have a Gemini moon, I have these different elements about myself. I have the suppressed fire and all of this. But I also started working with some energy healers and, you know, talking about the different chakras. And I always had struggled with, um, when I go in even now, I still struggle with that throat chakra being very suppressed. So you had taught me that, um, that verbal communication is an air sign trait. And I know that um, people that have water, they're a little bit more psychic. They pick up on body language and they're more... They're nonverbal. They're nonverbal communicators. Mm -hmm. But I'm a very verbal communicator, especially being a double air sign. But I realized that until I started accepting that about myself and not judging that part of myself, that part that needs to express myself in a verbal way, I couldn't stand having air, wind, or air moving around me from fans, breezes, or anything like that. When I stepped into accepting that about myself, I can stand to be in a space that has air moving through it. So I asked you a question and then I followed it with that. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think it means a suppression of a type of element or ener oh, energy? I mean water? Well, it, even with- you started with water. Yeah, because that water was an example. That was the example you gave. Um, would that mean an elemental um, it could freeze. It could possibly. Um, I think some some people that have uh, suppressed water in their chart, but maybe have have it in abundance, 
But So maybe it's too much water. Well, it can either be too much water or they haven't accepted Listen, um, a male that has a lot of water discharge is going to be a, a sensitive male. Mm-hmm. And probably, uh, cl- you know, uh, easy to tears and, and you know, expression of, of emotion, even though uh, they're not really verbal. Mm-hmm. They're more into touch and non, non-verbal communication. Um, but a lot of men are not supported being a sensitive male. Mm-hmm. And uh, and have fathers that tell them, you, you know, you cry, I'll give you something to cry about, you know, that, that right. kind of stuff. And so, uh, uh, and judgments on not being a man if they cry and, you know, and have to, have to be tough and macho and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so they can, they can suppress, sometimes even shut down their water mm-hmm. uh, in their chart. And so what does that mean? So they might uh, really get, um, uh, how do I say, uncomfortable with the sound of, of running water. To me, it's extremely restful, a, a mountain stream, to, to hear that, you know, in person, but also on, you know, on a recording and stuff like that. It's very restful for me, mm-hmm. um, but it's not for everybody. Uh, you mentioned uh, air movement. Um, I don't have a lot of air in my chart, uh, and I hate wind. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate wind. Yeah, I'm not a fan still, but I can tolerate it better than I yeah, used to. Yeah, and and uh, my daughter's the same way, and she doesn't have much air in her chart either. So um, uh, we um, uh, um, we I think we have a belief of that uh, uh, wind is destructive, mm-hmm. and in my daughter's case, that that's true because the tree limbs in that are hanging over her backyard drop tree limbs all the time that she's got to pick up of the neighbors mm-hmm. and so she doesn't like it she's always afraid that the heavy wind's going to uh, tear her fence down and all that kind of stuff i'm just kind of going okay there's a metaphor there there's a message there you're not comfortable uh in the intellectual world mm. and i i'm not particularly comfortable in the intellectual world either so um but my, you, you but my that... friend my friend here has got yeah, I'm always looking at ten planet, psychology, ten and planets, and the intellectual in air stuff, and yeah. Libra and Gemini. Yeah, I read a lot of read a lot and listen to a lot of intellectual things. I'm fascinated by it, but but I but I don't totally. That's not my whole focus, but it fascinates well, me. We're only, and I don't mind having intellectual conversations <laughs> with people as long as they're. That might be why I struggle with really shallow surface type people though that just want to talk about you know shallow things maybe because i'm like come on that's a, that's <laughs> let's a, use our brains a little that's bit that's a libra trait uh, well that, that's <laughs> the thing i don't know if i've told you like the surface. even though i'm a libra i don't get along with a lot of libras well, you're... i find them flaky and so there must be something to me that isn't quite as pluto pluto conjunct the sun Gives you a tremendous amount of depth. He's giving me a lot of love. And (laughs) uh, Pluto also is the ruler of the underworld. And so the little chatty, you know, stuff that you get in in parties and stuff. Yeah, I I can handle it a little bit. Oh, I get drained. I have to go home and kind of stare at the wall for a minute. That's an introvert. But um, yeah, and that is a little bit of that too. I, I think for me, it's the flakiness. Like that, there, 
Libras can be known to be the ones that don't show up, um, cancel <laughs> at the last minute. You know, they're, they're just, you know, they're hard, they're the hardest clients to work with. I'm not trying to be mean because so, I'm a Libra. I was going to say, <laughs> you're talking about yourself. Well, no, um, but I, that's the thing. I surprise people because they think they expect me to be a little bit more flaky. I, I may I maybe seem like I would be, and so when I show up with information or I'm I'm on my game, I I think they're surprised by that sometimes. I, I think you just picked up some negative words about Libra that, that uh, <laughs> maybe don't um, don't necessarily resonate. I we I do have some change, Libras I love, but we could I, probably change change the words a little bit. I <laughs> go oh. Libra's pretty cool. No, Libras are awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying that a few of my friends that are Libras are much flakier than I am, and, and I struggle with that. And they can, I, I don't, I don't relate. There's, there's, okay. So let's, let's. Do you want to tie that into something? Sure. Librans want to be loved, right? More than anything else, which probably makes us the worst chronic people pleasers. They are people pleasers. And I am trying people to unlearn this. People pleasers to the max. Yeah, I'm trying to unlearn this because it's so causing nothing to trouble. And so it's kind of like you ask trouble. a lever what they want to do, and they kind of go... What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Absolutely. Uh, there are reasons for that, though. <laughs> I could go deeper. Well, there's always reasons behind it, April. I'm not, I'm not attacking your thing. <laughs> well, my, my reasons, I mean. but. Um, uh, and so... A lot of time, and because they are able to see both sides of an issue, um, they're going to be weighing stuff, you know, pros and cons, right and left, uh, before they make a decision. And then when they do, they kind of go, oh, wait, that's probably going to hurt somebody's feelings. I better change it to this over here. Um, or uh, they learn to apologize at the drop of a hat. And uh... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Um, so we went over fire a little bit. Mm -hmm. We went over earth, water, and air. So I think we kind of covered all of them. Were there any... Um, I think you, you talked about when fire is suppressed. You talked a little bit about when earth is suppressed, I believe. And water. Um, I guess we talked about air suppression a little bit. Are there any other thoughts, though, on any of them that come up well, to you? Well, if you take them out outside the house and, and the elements are out... In nature. In nature. Then we could have a whole other discussion because um, um, now the the West is drying out. Mm -hmm. there's, so there's a metaphor to that. Right. It means the emotional um, self... Is not being supported, mm -hmm. and um, and the sensitivity and kindness that goes with that um, that that tells us a lot about what's going on in the West. Mm -hmm. um, that the water's drying up, well, like that um, follows up with all these uh, fires that are going on in California and you know the even some of the the greener states like Oregon and Washington and stuff. Um, so now fire doesn't have a particularly um, positive. positive image. Yeah, it's mostly destructive, and and uh, um, you know the uh, being out on the earth is so healing. But mudslides and you know and and earthquakes and things like that aren't particularly a fun experience to 
right. know, to deal with. And we know about water, and there's been, you know, even even floods in some of the drier areas. Well, look, you know, the earth doesn't take in the water, it just runs, yeah. you know, to the final destination and stuff like that. Um, and we haven't really talked about the um, psychological implications of, of the elements. Maybe that's for another yeah, I think that would be that would be good in, for another conversation. So we'll definitely have to have another conversation and plus more. I know we'll come up with things to talk about. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. This was awesome. Have a good day, everyone.